welcome into me, 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 made me, in me, Caitlin's Craft Collective, me edition. Ah, uh, this is seven. And today I thought I would talk to you about the Rodari jumper. And this is by Vedas Jon's daughter and it is a lobby pattern. I made this last year and I made it for my husband. He decided that he wanted to start knitting and because he was working away a bit and I says, well, you should knit because you've got loads of time and that's what I would do. And then he decided that, yeah, that's what he would do. But when it actually came to it, he didn't. And part of it was because he was left-handed. And um, this jumper has got some fair isle in it and... Um, I don't know how to teach somebody left-handed fair isle. So I had said to him, look, if you do the knit part, I'll do the fair isle. And then when I thought about it even more, I realised that that wouldn't work either because when you pass left-handed and right-handed knitting over, it's going the wrong way. <laughs> so it never happened. However, you can always make a hat in the same pattern. I just need to help make it the right numbers first and as i'm not a designer i don't know how often how soon that is going to happen here listeners this jumper is an icelandic style fair isle jumper it's made from let low be 50 gram balls and uh well there's a story there <laughs> right you need um circular needles and double pointed needles and markers there's not an awful lot to this pattern it is aimed at men but by all means make it if you want to if you're a female and just make it to your size it starts extra small to extra large from chest 89 up to 111 centimeters so um let me say it was a massive range but it's a range and uh you start from the body on the bottom and you put in rib and then you work your way up and then you do your sleeves and then you attach the sleeves and then you do the yoke and then you come to the neck bind the neck bind it's because I was looking at bind and neck at the same time the neck band and then you've got very little finishing of grafting in the underarms but then you have got all your um, weaving of the ends to sew in so my notes are uh i didn't use all lope yarn because i had a big ball of gray iron weight yarn in my stash so i used that and the reason i wanted to make it in the first place was because when i was in iceland on my way home from america in 2016 i had bought two balls of lope yarn and I had always in my head I wanted to make something with it. At the time I thought oh, I'll make a hat. But then I decided that I wanted to make a jumper. And I then thought well, I'll have to buy some more lobby yarn. When I was in Inverness a couple of years ago. I bought some more lobby yarn. In the same weight that I'll fossil. But <clears throat> this does not become apparent. And that was a on purpose clearing of my throat even though it didn't need to be cleared um 
I didn't actually use the right weight of yarn of the loopy for the jumper until I was nearly finished the jumper. <laughs> the only reason I know is because I was running out of the orange and I was trying to buy some more orange. So I'm typing in so I'm typing in um also Lopey yarn and then I'm looking at the pattern going, hold on a minute, like Lopey, also that's not the same. So I knit a jumper with the yoke and the bottom band and the sleeve bottom band in um chunky weight and the body of the jumper is in iron weight and I can tell. But he doesn't know. Well, he might know, but he doesn't care. He wears it. He loves it. He was there to try it on. He was quite enthusiastic about it. He got to choose what colours he wanted at most points of um, the design. I said, do you think this will go or do you think that will go? And he kind of went, yeah, that. And because he was wearing it, I decided that that's what we were going to do. So, um, I'm an experienced enough knitter. I should have known better, but I just, <laughs> don't know, sideswiped me when I was looking at the pattern in the first place. I actually remember how the pattern came about because there was a Caitlin Hunter pattern with a Hallibut pattern on it. And I said to him, look at that. And he went, oh, I want that. And then I kind of went, I don't actually think you'd suit that because it's got quite a low underarm. And he went, no, no, no. I like a high underarm. So I've got proper sleeves. And then we found this for a Dari jumper. So... Um, and it sort of snowballed from there. And I said, oh yeah, I think I've got you on for that, thinking about the... Uh, that's where I went wrong. Um, my colour placement for the colours I had, I had some light grey, some orange, or burnt orange, some really dark grey, and some white, I think. Oh, I've got light grey, black, mid grey, and orange. That's what I've written on the pattern. I've got very minimal notes on this. So whether I was using a piece of paper that went along with this and not kept the piece of paper beside the pattern, not sure. Um, what I often do when I've got a colour work pattern is colour code the pattern as much as possible or I've written beside what colours what because the pattern here it's got T, A, B, C, D, and then I've gone again beside what it should have been. And I went wrong a couple of times, and do you know what? It doesn't matter either. There's no knitting place. They've not come around the door, and none of you lot have gone. The colours and the bottom cuff don't match these. Because you're nice people. And you're not kind of a person that likes to put out other faults. Maybe you would have said, did you do that on purpose? Or maybe you think it's a design feature. Wasn't. Did it wrong. But I was past the point of I was ever going to bring it back out. And even when I, he's been wearing it, I often don't notice. And then I do notice and go, oh yeah. <laughs> but I'm old enough and ugly enough not to care. Because he certainly doesn't. He's worn it quite a bit over the past winter and he likes it. I think he likes the fact that his wife made him a jumper. He 
I like the fact that I spent quite a lot of time making it. Even though, I'd say this was quite a quick knit, actually. Um, there's not an awful lot once you've done the bottom rib and first pattern set, which is only about 10 rows. And then you knit for 40 odd centimetres from Castle and Edge. So it can be maybe a bit tedious, but it's great TV knitting. Just sit, knit, 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 all the whole day through. And of course, by that point in time, you're quite excited to get on to the next point. From memory, I made the sleeves first. And I was, I actually really like making the sleeves first because by the time you get to the yoke or you're going to go down the way, you've already got them, you can just attach them. So that is the Radari jumper and this is by Vedas Jon's daughter of Lopi. I would recommend this pattern if you are in the mood for a wee Icelandic pattern in your midst. <laughs> I've just remembered. The other reason that he chose this is because the guy who was modelling it was standing beside a boat holding a rope. And I think he just thought so himself in the picture and went, that's it. So, listeners, I shall leave you with that and hope that you have a lovely 7th of May.